Good day, everyone. This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group. My name is Ann Parsons. I am your facilitator, and I'm very glad to be back from vacation. We are discussing Dead Water, and I never remember the name of this author, and I'm really sorry. I hope someone will correct me um, when I get done speaking, but... It's, uh, it is called Dead Water, and it is one of the uh, mysteries taking place in Wisconsin. And, it's, uh, and if someone would come up with the author, I would be most pleased. Thank you very much. The author is Victoria Houston, H-O-U-S-T-O-N, as in Texas. Um, she lives in that area. That, that she writes about. She has a series of, I believe, right around 20 books in, in this. In this uh, and then she has other books that she's written as well. But I, I stumbled on her and decided that I liked what I saw. And uh, I, I like the regionalism in it. I like the... Um, the she she definitely caught the flavor of northern Wisconsin, and I, and I believe it's considered part of the Loon Lake series. Is is that right? Correct. And Mickey, um, I had gotten a note from Anne saying that uh, this was the third book in the series, and that you were um, you were willing to change the book. Yes, I didn't because I am so stuck on reading series in order, and um, and I said that it would be okay to read the third book. Well, um, I really I really loved the book. It was good. I thought it was good. However, uh, some things were mentioned that would have been had it would have been yeah I can't talk today. It would have been better. Had I read the first and second book because his wife, I think name was was it Mary Lee or something, and you got a hint that there were problems between them and she died, and I wanted to know more about her and I I felt like I kind of would have done better had I read the first two books in order. Uh, but having said that, um, I did really like this book. Well, from the little bit they they, they said about his his uh, deceased wife, I'm not sure I would have wanted to read anything else about her because she sounded like she was a real drip. And it's really just he it, she they she doesn't go into detail because the story isn't about her. She's already past tense. The only reason that she's brought up is because she influences the way he feels. Well, you know, I always want to know about people. And, um, and she really sounded awful. Then, I really want to know about her. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to know about her. And I frankly doubt you'd learn any more even in the first book. Because um, she's just not part of the story. It's like uh, Joanna Brady's husband in the uh, Joanna Brady series. You know, you don't need to know anything more than he was a policeman and he died. Uh, 
And I really like the book. I think it's one of the best books I've read this year. Uh, I like the characters. Um, I like the descriptions of fly fishing, of the, you know, the environment, the woods, and everything else that the book had in it. Um, even though I sort of figured out who it was that did the murdering. Um, but I, I really liked, liked the book, and I'm going to read more by her. Uh, I'm with Marshall. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, too. This is the first uh, uh, fiction book that I've read with, with TTS, and uh, 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 I've read several nonfiction or, or how-to books and stuff like that with TTS, but uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was telling some folks before we started the discussion that I used uh, – uh, voice the voice dream reader app with kate and kate's the same voice i use for on, on my computer and she really read it read it very well and and uh, I, I enjoyed the characters i liked paul osborne a lot and i liked uh and i darn if i've forgotten what the sheriff's name is but i liked the romance that was between or budding between him and the sheriff and uh i liked the way that was done i liked the the ray the ray character ray pratt maybe is that his name uh he was quite the character, and I loved his hat, and I liked the relationship that uh, that they brought on with him and his uh, uh, son, or not really his son, but somebody that he was thought was his son. But uh, yeah, it, it was a good story. Uh, the mystery what wasn't all that mysterious, but uh, still, uh, it, it was it was presented well, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the the, the regionalism and the, the northern Wisconsin location and. Uh, the fact that everybody didn't have uh, the fastest internet and stuff, I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, I love that Native American saying that was in the book, uh, do not stand by my grave and cry, I am not there, I did not die. I thought that was great. So anyway, yeah, thanks, Mickey, for recommending this one. Well, I have to agree with everybody else. I really like this book. You know how I like regionals. I love regionals. And part of the reason I do is because not only do you get a good mystery if the author writes well, but you also um, you get all the stuff about the whatever region that you're talking about. And I was fascinated with you know all this bit about you know northern Wisconsin and the and the lakes and the fly fishing and the so forth and so on, which, um, you know, was was new to me. I mean, I, you know, I have tried. <laughs> I've tried casting with a fishing pole. It didn't go very well, needless to say. Uh, I can take a, a bit of bait and dangle it over the the side of a dock or whatever <laughs> but casting as I remember uh, when I tried it as a child is not something I do well at all <laughs> so but I have to say that I really really enjoyed this book Loon Lake is real um, there are a lot of loons in that area and, and they sound like they're laughing um, 
the the towns that she mentioned around there, Rhinelander, and they're, they're all real. Um, she she just takes in the area. Southern Wisconsin is mo- less. Well, we're not rural. Let's face it, we're we're in the middle of Milwaukee. Um, but but um, they didn't have electricity until the fifties. They didn't have um, TV. That was just unheard of. And there are areas in in northwestern Wisconsin, especially where you cannot get a dial anything other than a dial-up internet, if you can get that. So it's it can be pretty um, rough out there. I'm I'm curious. Uh, I know loons probably hang out in, in lots of different lakes or parts of the country, but I remember them being in the movie Own Golden Pond years ago. Do Do you happen to know? I don't know if you ever saw that or not. Do you happen to know where that that is set? I believe on Golden Pond is set mm, northern New Hampshire, northern Vermont, um, inner Maine. Um, maybe it was inner Maine. Um, but somewhere in New England. I do remember that much. And I remember um, the ladies' performance. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. And I also remember the sound of the loons. And I've also heard them um, in real time. I mean, you know, in real life, I've been up on uh, Lake Superior. Um, not Lake Superior, Lake Huron. And uh, they have them up there. And I, I remember getting up very early on a Sunday morning and... Um, being there and just sitting on this porch that was outside the room I was staying in and um, you know just sitting there and listening to the you know kind of noise in it and it's wonderful it's very cool Um, but yeah on Golden Pond um, and of course that wonderful uh, Catherine Hepburn that was it and uh, you know, I just keep remember remembering her her saying, "Oh, you old poop," you know. <laughs> uh, wonderful film. I I I got hung up on this series. Um, I was sent book fourteen, and I said, "No, I don't think so." So I looked up book one and read it, and and um, the characters develop so well all the way through the series that I'm on on book nine and still ready to rumble you know it's it's uh it's sort of a captivating book uh series it 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 is so realistic I mean I can see Ray I can see him with his big six foot trout on his head a stuffed trout um you know a, a I can, as an advertising ploy, I can see these characters. They're 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 real. <laughs> I'm really surprised that that I don't know if any of these are on Bard or not. But I'm really surprised they've not recorded these for Bard. Because the well, if, if the series is like you say, the whole series is great, and this book was excellent. Uh, uh, they need to, they need to get these uh, on Bard too. There is one book on Bard. I think it's called Dead Deceivers, 
and um, a local person read the book, and a I can't fault his reading, but he he was a little close to the mic because every so often you can hear him as he takes a breath in or or takes a breath out. But it's a good book too. I read it after I read Dead Waters. Well, I wish they would uh, put more of the books on Bard. Well, guess you better write to your regional and say, um, you know, we'd, we'd like more of these Victoria Houston books. And I was very pleased with the TTS that I used. Um, I downloaded my book from Bookshare with um, with uh, DocuScan Plus, and I'm using the NeoSpeech Voices, uh, Kate, uh, Kate and Paul, is it? I think it's Paul. Anyway, so I was very pleased um, because you can convert stuff like this um, into MB3. The only problem is that it, <laughs> it, it converts it into one huge MP3 file. So, you know, it, it looks a little odd, but it's one huge MP3 file. And it works out pretty well, though. And I was, I was pleased with, uh, with, my, um, with my books. So, anyway, any other comments on this? I think we, we all agree. And this is, this is unusual, I must say, but a very good choice. I, you know, I appreciate, um, you know, the, the choices you guys made last month and, and, um, it was it was very good. Well, two things. One is that that uh, Dead Deceivers is book eleven. So in the library's usual way, they start the series with book eleven. Um, and the other thing is, I I I picked that book because it didn't have a lot of of uh, violence. It didn't have a lot of of. Uh, you know, but it was still a good book. But it, it's hard to find a mystery book that people are going to like because so many of them are are um, rough. Well, I'll just say that uh, one thing I really liked about the, the, the TTS thing, I told myself I was going to remember that Native American quote. Of course, I got to the end of the book and I thought, you know, I try to remember. I try to do a search on a couple of the phrases I thought I thought were were in the quote. No, I, I remembered it wrong. So finally, I just this is what's nice about Voice Dream Reader. I just went in and searched for the word grave because I knew grave was in the quote, but I also knew that Ray liked. You know, Ray was also a grave digger too. So I knew I was going to come across a bunch of hits across that. But lo and behold, I came. It had like six or seven little little uh, sections that it found. And it was like the fourth or fifth one that, uh, in the results. That is awfully cool. I mean, I really like that. Because, and the Bookshare download is not even that big because I'm just downloading the Daisy Text and then Voice Dream Readers using whatever voices you decide to purchase with it. And, and I use NeoSpeech Kate, like I said. So, yeah, it was, it was a very nice experience all around. So thanks, Mickey, again for, for selecting this one. Uh, let me get this straight. So you can get Bookshare books on the... On the iPhone, if you use Voice Dream Reader, is that correct? 
Yes. Absolutely. It's easy peasy. But like, like, like anything else, it's got a little bit of a learning curve. Of course, the iPhone itself's got a huge learning curve, right, Ann? So, uh, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, it's, and that's why I say, you know, these things are are getting so daggum complicated. Any of these devices, there's so many of them. I, I, I'm just a big fan of using the same device over and over and over again. Of course, my brain's kind of wired to work with these things. But it's just easier to use the same device over and over again because that's the only way to learn it. All right. Uh, sounds like we've pretty well run the gamut on um, this book. Great book. So now, what are we doing for? Um, what are we doing for um, next month? Uh, I am. Almost done. I've, I've got about 45 minutes left in uh, Louise Penny's latest, um, A Great Reckoning. And it's one of these psychological um, mysteries that I know some of you really like. So I will recommend it highly, although I know you guys don't like to start in the middle of a... or at the end of a of series, so... But uh, um, I, let's see, uh, have I read anything else recently that, that would be good? Um, well, uh, we could start back with Ed, Ed McBain's number one, um, which is currently on Bard, in a, an omnibus called the 87th Precinct. Um, if you want police procedural. Um, I can't think of anything else at the moment. Um, I've, I've been reading my favorite authors this past month in August because I was on vacation. So I was reading Clive Cussler and I was reading, you know, books like that and, uh, so I don't have any recommendations. Anybody else have any recommendations? Have we done any, um, what's your name? <laughs> um, Burke, Alifair Burke books in this group? I don't remember, but I like Alifair Burke. Well, she has a series um, that, if we want to start at the beginning, I have no clue what it is, but uh, I, I think she's good. Um, she is James Lee Burke's daughter, so I hesitated to read her because I really am not fond of James Lee Burke, but she's terrific. Okay, um, and do you know what the first one in the series is called? I have no clue. I know we have it on Bard. Okay, Burke, B-U-R-K-E. Um, I can go look. Um... And you say Alifair? How do you spell that? A-L-A-F-A-I-R. Um, and it is B-U-R-K-E. I've got all of her books that I just searched uh, that Bard has, but I don't know how to... Let's see. How many came up? Six audio books. Well, go to one of them, and then you'll see uh, sort of... 
oh, like three or four lines down, you'll see a thing that says series. Uh, click on that link and see what you find. Okay, it's the Samantha Kincaid series. This is the third one. Hang on, let me click on Samantha Kincaid and see what comes up. Well, if they if they list them in order, which I would think that they would, judgment calls is the first thing that came up. Does that sound right, Mickey? Is maybe being the first one? Could very well be. Um, if you click on the title, you're supposed to be able to read what number it is in a series and what the series is. Okay, well, hang on. It's uh, let me just give you the number for this one. Judgment's called six nine zero five seven. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the first one in the series. Judgment calls. It does have explicit descriptions of sex. I hope y'all are all able to handle that. But uh, it's not going to bother me. We wouldn't be here without it. To be smut, it must be utterly without redeeming social importance. Well, I'm adding this one to my wish list then, because I'm assuming that's what we're going to do, Judgment Calls by Alifer Burke. Uh, good good recommendation, uh, Mickey. I, I hope that's not the one the one version I have read, but uh, I enjoyed it, and I don't remember anything about it. So if it is, so be it. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Who's this Samantha Kincaid? Is she a policewoman, a lawyer, or what? It's been a long time. I think she's an attorney. Um. I I really don't remember, except that I really loved it. Okay. Well, that's good enough. Um, all right. Well, it sounds like we're, we're all, um, the consensus is Judgment Call by Alifair Burke. And, um, wait a minute, did I write down the number? Hold on, let me look. Oh, dear. No, I didn't. Uh, did you say... Five nine oh five seven. I think I said six nine oh five seven, but hang on a second. Six nine oh five seven. Um, and since you brought up Gilbert and Sullivan, <laughs> did you know why that they broke up? Because Sullivan said, "I refuse to write any more of that silly nonsense." Oh no, that wasn't uh, that wasn't Gilbert and Sullivan. Actually, that was Tom Lair. But uh, <laughs> I can I can see why he would say that. Ah, yes, his sisters and his cousins and his aunts. But anyway, no, I was referring to smut. Da 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 da. Give me smut and nothing but. Da 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 da. Dirty novel I can glut if it's uncut and unsought. Tull, you know, and it goes on from there. <laughs> No, no, this was much later than Gilbert and Sullivan. This was back in the 60s. Uh, Tom Lear. Okay, Samantha Kincaid is a deputy district attorney in Portland, I guess, so it must take place in Portland, Oregon. And, uh, yeah, nine and a half hours long, read by Martha Harmon Pardee. So I can can take Martha if she does a good job. Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. But uh, I think it'll be good. So, uh, yeah, and it's... categorized as mystery and detective legal fiction okay sounds good well what i may do if i think about it um i'll look it up on youtube and i'll send you the clip about uh smut and tom lear unless you know what i'm talking about oh i know and by the way uh he's he's uh, i thought he was very nicely named to be a teacher and lehrer l-e-h-r-e-r I thought that was so cool. That's correct. 
Yes, I, I've been a Tom Lehrer fan forever. And uh, I just love his stuff. Oh, just fantastic. Well, Ann, I hope your new phones with the buttons works very well for you and, and you uh, get all your phone calls made with ease. I hate to be stupid, but who's Tom Lehrer? Oh, ho. <laughs> well, we forget, guys, that, that Marshall is... Well, now wait a minute, Marshall. How old did you say you were? Anyway, um, Tom Lair is, or was, I don't know if he's still living, um, a wonderful satirist and uh, nightclub entertainer and... Um, but mainly known for his satirical songs, and uh, Smut was one of them, and and uh, uh, oh, the Vatican rag, and so long, mom, I'm off to drop the bomb, and and uh, oh, good heavens, <laughs> what was it, National Brotherhood Week? Oh, good heavens, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, oh, and rickety tickety tin about the the guy that. Uh, murdered his whole family and the uh, whatever I'll send you a link um, Marshall if I can find one and as a side uh, he also taught math at Harvard so he was a, a very talented um, person he is still alive or at least he was like a year or so ago because I heard an interview with him he sounds very different and he's got to be 86 or 87 at least but he's he's i think he's still around well i'm gonna have to say that uh i i i'm not as familiar with tom larry i mean i've, I've heard the name but uh I, I have to i'm with marshall too but uh uh, uh but uh anyway i want to thank everybody for their comments i'm getting ready to go out to eat so uh, uh it's my sunday night gig and uh, i'm looking forward to it so I hope y'all Sunday nights go very well, and thanks for everybody's comments, and thanks again for the book recommendation. Mickey, I thought it was great. And uh, everybody have a great week. Take care, Alan. He also did a song called Poisoning Pigeons in the Park, and he just did a song about the elements, and he he's just wonderful. And the etymology of the word gig was from the 1930s during the... During the um, depression when the musicians would get a job they'd say it's a gig meaning god is good isn't that interesting and oh yes you can't take three from one two is less than three so you look at the four in the ten state place now that's really four tens so you make a three tens regroup and you change tens ten once in the yeah <laughs> i'll send you guys a link i'll send you guys a link all right good night everybody well if he wrote the song that lists all the elements, um, I've I know that song. Uh, in fact, it was one of the songs I went explicitly went out and put on my into my iTunes list because I just love that song. Um, as to the other stuff, it probably wouldn't make it here to Utah. Anyway, have a good month, and good luck with whatever phone you get, Ann. Don't get the Samsung Galaxy. They tend to blow up on you, and we'll talk to you all next month.
Take care, everyone, and bye-bye. Bye, everybody, and a happy new year, Joni. Um, and uh, all right, we'll uh, we'll see y'all again. Bye. Thank you, Anne. Take care, everybody. Bye.